previously on Lethal Lessons. All right, you guys ready to jump back in? Yeah, we're going to poison class now? Yeah, so you see kind of sitting at the head of the class, there's a uh, fairly serious-looking drow. Um, but yeah, you kind of notice, like, against the far wall, there seem to be, uh, like, six containers that each have uh, various plants in them. As soon as he sits down, he's like, all right, we shall begin. My name is Elder Shell. I will be your poisons and alchemy teacher this year. Welcome, new students. Start off my class with a hands-on exercise. And he kind of, like, gestures over towards the, the, the row of plants on the far side of the room. Each of these uh, these plants contains contain a, a poison of varying strength. I want you to each pick one of these plants, which you think will be the most ex- uh, effective, and then you, uh, whichever plant you choose, you will try to harvest its toxin. Everybody's going to do a various check. Probably nature, survival, or arcana. Playing, you get a, a little, like a wet petri dish with a piece of the seaweed in it. Bari and uh, Iza, you guys get a leaf from the, the lover's luck, the bright red flower. Quakelin, or Krusk, you get a small branch from from that nasty-ass uh, shadow shrub. My knee-jerk reaction to say it would be an investigation check based on how thoroughly I'm um, reading over the instructions and, like, making sure I follow them, like, every to every last sort of word and direction very precisely. Yeah, I'm going to stick my leaf in there, spit on it, and then use the pistol to grind it up, totally <laughs> ignoring whatever instructions I was given. <laughs> Um, I'm looking over at Iza because I know uh, she's got the same plant as I, and I'm looking at my instructions and what she's doing and thinking, no, I'm going to follow the instructions. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to like follow the instructions and get out my little uh, Bunsen burner and and, and uh, I'm going to distill it the way the instructions call for it. So I am also using an investigation check Sounds for good. mine. All right, I'm going to investigate, then. I'm looking at what you gave me. Oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) Critical. Jesus. (laughs) Is a, uh, you get one dose of the the lover's luck poison. It's a charm person spell. Meanwhile, uh, Bari's over there, like, following all the rules, like, just nailing this shit. And you managed to get three doses of the same poisons. And then uh, we cut over to fucking Sling Blade. It is a DC... 16, and if they fail, they automatically gain one level of exhaustion, and you get three doses of that. Eh, no, fuck it. You're rolling that 20. I'll say you got six doses. You, you can straight up just murder somebody with this poison. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> half the half of you guys did really well. The other half kind of struggled. <laughs> did I get anything? I, I didn't... Uh... No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That tracks. You had that tracks. Your last class for the day is um, Artifacts and Invention with Professor Dorian. Yeah, you guys can sit down. Uh, Professor Dorian starts, gets up, and, well, he looks interesting. Immediately is one of the least interesting people you've ever listened to. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he He's a shop teacher. Which brings us to your first homework assignment. I've gone over the various aspects of artificing and invention in in Charn and Korea in general, but um, I have failed to touch upon one of the most important aspects of any budding inventor, and that would be House Kenneth Patent Law. So that being the case, I want you all to go out into throughout Charn um, and do uh, do a little research into other inventors. 
your assignment will be to go out and uh, recover any uh, uh, any unpatented research that you can. So can can the team agree on whatever the morality question is? Are we going to steal it? Cross does not know of this morality. What is this? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Bankston Family Fun Time. I will be your host, Cody Bankston, for another episode of Lethal Lessons. Uh, thank you so much for joining us after our unplanned and very uh, long, drawn-out hiatus. Uh, we are uh, dealing with some an amalgamy of issues that were uh, preventing us from uh, releasing uh, in this episode anything from prolonged technical difficulties to just busy life schedules uh, to, you know, what have you. Uh, but we are back, uh, very excited to be here, very excited to share this episode with you. Um, wanted to talk about one one issue in particular that was sort of holding us up. Uh, for anybody who's not sort of uh, neck deep in the nerd world and didn't hear about uh, the uh, Dungeons & Dragons drama that came out, uh, that, that surfaced a few, uh, a few months ago at this point, I think, um, but basically, Wizards of the Coast, the company that owns Dungeons & Dragons, started to pull some pretty shady shit with, uh, you know, attempts to sort of start gobbling up money, um, trying to capitalize off uh, the hard work uh, that other third parties were doing and trying to essentially um, claim uh, things that weren't uh, their own as their own property. And it just uh, really put a sour taste in our mouth uh, in terms of, you know, do we, do we want to keep playing Dungeons and Dragons in general, um, let alone for this podcast. Uh, so you could say that we were going through a, somewhat of an identity crisis over here in terms of what to sort of produce for y'all, um, because I've been also feeling a little bit stagnant creatively uh, for uh, Doves and Demons, so I've sort of decided to put that one on the back burner for the time being as well. And, um, you know, ultimately what we started doing is... We started trying out some different game systems. We've been having a lot of fun um, trying out some new stuff. Um, I have some ideas for new projects that I'm very excited about, but I don't want to get too much into details on that yet until it's sort of fully come to fruition. Uh, but the gears have been turning over here and uh, very excited to be you know, releasing uh, new uh, episodes for new game systems with uh, potentially even new cast members joining us, uh, new friends hanging out and playing games with us. Um, so yeah, stay, stay tuned for future episodes with some exciting new stuff going on. Uh, but you know, for the time being, you know, we have all this fun lethal lessons stuff that we recorded for y'all. So we figured we might as well just keep putting it out there and, uh, yeah, um, I'll quit rambling at you. We'll let you get on with the episode. The new kids at Kybeer's Kiss are about to head out into the world and, commits some uh, patent fraud. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's uh, coming up next, and I will talk to you again at the end of the episode. So you guys are just trying to make your way down to Lower Dura? Heading towards your homework assignment? Yeah. All right. We don't even know what it is, do we? No, I mean, he didn't specify, like, what you're supposed to recover. You're just supposed to make your way into the workshop and find whatever unpatented research you can and bring it back. How do we how do we go about doing that? Well, we've got enough people. Couldn't we do some sort of distract and steal? 
What if there's more than one thing in there? Well, we'll just have to check the dates. We'll have to check the be- the the best dates. <laughs> best dates? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> what do you mean? Are we like- stealing fruit? <laughs> the Best Buy dates. Yeah. They don't have Best Buy dates. Cross does not like dates. <laughs> God. <laughs> okay. Unpleasant mouth feel. Heard Gordon Ramsay say this once. (laughs) Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. (laughs) Famous television cook, Gordon Ramsay. (laughs) Holy shit. That's totally going to be a part of this campaign now. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how, but Gorgon Ramsey's going to show up. Later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, have we got there? Have we? Uh, My other idea, which is a better idea, better than fruit. Okay, is that I could use one of my charm person spells if there's one. Uh, keeper there and distract him so you guys could do the thievery. That's got possibility. We'll just have to see what the setup is like when we get there. Hey, uh, Czar, uh, what what kind of special thing do you got? <laughs> are you trying to? <laughs> the Russian. Whatever the fuck your name is, Czar. The, there's nobody named Czar or a Russian. What? Is Cross robot? Crust, crust. Did I say that right? Did I oh, crust with a K, right? Crust hurts when I say your name. <laughs> it hurts when I look at your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> really kidding. <laughs> oh, that made my day. <laughs> This gang's really, really good, really bonding, I can feel. Yeah, yeah, a lot of distrust here. So we got at least a plan on the floor. Yeah, quite the plan. Barry's going to distract him (laughs) and we'll steal stuff. Whoa. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a working title. We're getting there. (laughs) I mean, I think we could, we might be able to put uh, Issa's speed to good use. I mean, she's always dashing from one place to another. I imagine she's done a little thievery in her life, right, Is? No. Sound <laughs> <laughs> right, she's fucking. Not thievery if they aren't already dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's just pre owned. <laughs> <laughs> good plan let me write that down it has a role for each one of us great all right so robbie the robot thinks we ought to do this we ought to go in there 
<laughs> and and uh, have Karen cast charm spell on it, and and uh, Feral Girl goes in and steals whatever isn't uh, nailed down. She just needs the plans for the best device we see there. So well, it's just the plans. Well, that's even simpler. I thought that's what the class assignment was to bring him the plans that haven't been. Uh, that don't have a patent yet, right? And plans or working invention. Yeah, I thought okay. it was a model, but I don't care which. We well, any kind of un, unpatented research you can bring back is like, yeah, the point. Yeah, the point. Your homework assignment. So. Okay, so we'll have to ju- assess it by size because if we're going to steal it, it has to be small enough for us to get out of the building. Yeah. So uh, about this time, you guys, your little churn cab stops. Like, this is the end of the line for me, kids. <laughs> so, um, it did say, like, your directions direct you to Malian's Gate. Everybody give me a history check. I mean, except Isa, she wouldn't know anything about it. But the rest of you guys, can okay. give, me an, uh, give me a history check. To see if you know anything about this neighborhood. Oh, yeah, so. <laughs> Mom, nail it. I don't need to roll. No. No, uh, quick. Did. <laughs> uh, crust so, yeah. kid. Quickly, and at some point, you know, like being an inside kid, you probably read like a guide to Sharn or something, the history of Sharn. So you know that Malian's Gate, Sharn in general, uh, used to be like prehistory goblinoids, like goblins, hobgoblins, and bugbears. Like they were the dominant like society in Cobier, um, like before humans ever arrived. And Sharn is like built upon the the bones basically of an ancient goblinoid ruin. And you know that uh, uh, Malian's Gate specifically, it's a very poor district, like most like most of Lower Sharn. It's in rough shape. Uh, it originally, like it started off as a goblin neighborhood, uh, but lately it's become a haven for like monstrous immigrants from Droam and Dargoon, which is like the orcs and goblinoid kind of kingdoms. And that uh, Dask, that uh, criminal organization from Droam, has a significant presence in this neighborhood. And, uh, you know, it's a pretty rough and tumble place, but uh, since they are kobolds, it, like, makes sense that they would have their workshop in this neighborhood. Do I have any insight into, like, what kobold technology looks like? Yeah, I mean, with a 23. Yeah. Yeah, again, you probably read read a different book during your indoor kid time. Like, mm-hmm. kobolds are generally not the brightest and also pretty reckless. Okay. <laughs> and that is probably reflected in their work. <laughs> Still don't know how we're going to make this work. <laughs> Seems like our plan's a little iffy. I mean, we've got to get a lay of the land first. We don't know what we're uh, what we're walking into in terms of the charmability of the guy who's running this place. We don't know what the device is, so we don't know whether or not we're going to be trying to take an entire device or just the plans. There's a lot of that, what we don't know. <laughs> well, first of all, we don't even have, like, how do we explain to them we're in their shop? We could tell them that we they're... are students on a science fair yes, expedition. We're... Yes, we're on a field trip, a homework field trip. We can tell the truth. That's much easier to slip in a lie at the end to just say we're this is part of an assignment. But should we tell them we go to Kyber Kiss? No. We, we go to the tech school. 
<laughs> Whatever the tech school in town is. Sharn Tech. Yeah, Sharn Tech. We're best tea. Braylon Tech. It's in Sharn. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're, we're a tech team that's coming out. For, we're on a field trip assignment from our teacher from one of the tech schools. What was it? Sharn? Sharn Tech. Yeah, Sharn, Sharn Tech. <laughs> And uh, our teacher gave us them as one of the uh, in- inventors that we should look up as being uh... exemplary. I mean, if you guys really want to nail this backstory, what is the mascot for Sharn Tech? Like, <laughs> well, it'd have to be a robot. It's a field mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Go field mice. <laughs> Uh, cheese. The cheese. What about the Sharntek giant crabs? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, don't get Robert started. Mechanical giant crabs. Best sidekick ever. <laughs> Mechanical giant crabs? Yeah. You could be the killer crabs, both spelled with a K. That's the same initials as Kyber's Kiss. Yeah, the killer oh, crabs. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, now we, now we got one going. Okay, we're from... <laughs> the Sharntek killer crabs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like it. Yeah, so uh, you guys kind of get get dropped off at the edge of this neighborhood. Uh, it does... It's it's pretty, pretty rough-looking neighborhood. Uh, yeah, a lot of, like, disheveled, like kind of goblins hanging out like probably some goblins hanging out next to a burning barrel like warming their hands like and this is lower dura so like you're you're deep in the city so like not a lot of natural sunlight around here um a lot of like kind of magical lighting uh is the most of it a lot of it's flickering in places like it's basically you're in a crackhead neighborhood (laughs) (laughs) sorry i hate to keep swirling back around to this would I have any way of getting my hands on some Tinker's tools before we head out on this mission? Yeah, I mean, we can do a retcon scene. You could have asked Professor Dorian to, like, check some out for your mission. Yeah, I think that's what uh, I would have done. Cross need tools for mission. <laughs> hey, give me a persuasion roll. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Uh, yeah, he's like, yes, it's... <laughs> Oh, wait, well, it's not the poison guy. But, yeah, Professor Dorian's is like, yes, yes, just fill out the proper forms and you can you can check out some Tinkerer's tools. <laughs> it, it is a very long form, though. World's not like red tea. Now, do any of us have... We, none of us still have any clue who this guy is. Kresge? Yeah. I mean, we have no idea that he's really uh, uh, Quay in disguise. Well, now that you guys, like, during the cab right down here, why doesn't everybody give me a perception check? Except me? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, obviously, you know who you are. The rest of the party. Not my favorite thing, but I have worst. Boom. Okay. Perceptive as fuck. What's higher, your deception or your spell save? See. Or, like, your spell... What's your your spell casting modifier or your... My... My spellcasting modifier is higher than my deception modifier. I'm not perceptive. I'm, I'm, I don't have any septiveness at all. <laughs> I'm totally unceptive. <laughs> I'm unceptive. I don't have perception. I don't have deception right now. So, yeah, Cody, give me a roll with your... Well, no, I feel like it would be deception, though. Because it's not like a magical ability. It's just your kind of innate... Yeah, give me a deception roll, Quay. 
And I would really like to emphasize that it's Quake, not Quay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bro, you don't get to pick your own nicknames. <laughs> it's not a nickname. It's just like it's his name. <laughs> his name is Quakelin, and he would. Prefer- it's like you wouldn't call somebody whose name is Charles that they can't call himself Chuck. Like it's just an abbreviation of his existing name. All right, whatever, Quake. Give me a roll. <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> no, none of you guys. <laughs> none of you guys. Like, none of the party realizes that the, they are actually hanging out with the same person that they were yesterday. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just this this new half. <laughs> and none of us has questioned like where the heck Quake got to, or Damon, or whatever he's calling himself. Okay, so we got the half orc, the tiefling, the warforged. And the little feral girl making their way through through the through the slums of Lower Dura. Why doesn't everybody give me just a general charisma roll with advantage? Because you guys are an extremely motley crew. <laughs> oh damn it! <laughs> Jesus. I do not know these others. <laughs> they are not with me. <laughs> Now I recognize you. <laughs> I'm fucking adorable. <laughs> yeah, Sling and uh, Bar, you guys are kind of in the back while like uh, Isabel is charging up front and um, Krusk is not far behind. But you guys, the two of you, kind of get cornered as a, a hobgoblin. He's got uh, he's like comes out of like an alley out of nowhere and is rattling a cup at you guys. He's like on a crutch on one hand and like a cup at the other. He's like. Got any change for a veteran of the last war? No, sorry. I mean, he's mainly... Could I do, could I do an in bar check just to see, like, does he actually look like he's a veteran of the war? Yeah. Okay. So, so Crust kind of turns around and, like, after he, like, hears this kind of commotion coming from the <laughs> enemy, stops and turns and sees this, uh, this pretty grizzled-looking hobgoblin, like, uh, confronting his two... Uh, <laughs> Homework assignment buddies. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Not friends. He's not yet. Confronting his classmates. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Can immediately tell, like, yeah, this dude is definitely actually a veteran of the last war. Like, it seems like he's got the shakes. Like, he's like one leg is just like straight up missing. Like, the reason he has a crush is the leg is missing. Like, he very much seems like he is actually a veteran of the last war. Cleveland uh, flips him a gold piece and says, um, now let us pass, please. I pull out a so gold you, piece, too, and give it to him. But, Quiggin, you just flipped it to him? Like, I, 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 mean, I, like, I give it to him. Like, um, All right. like not, um, like, dismissively. Just, like, 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 he's giving him a gold coin. It's like, here you go. Now, like, let us pass, please. All right. You guys, he you hand him this to you, too old. He's like, oh, thank you kindly. Um, and like a couple of people around the neighborhood seem to like notice this, but you, you don't seem to have attracted a lot of attention. Yeah, so you guys make your way through through Malian's Gate a little further, and you kind of round a corner, and you see Is is kind of following the directions and just using her general survival skills. But you kind of turn this corner and stop and look, and there's like there's a crappy blacksmith and a crappy fucking leather worker um but yeah you see um and it's like it's row like you're down in lower dura so there's not a lot of like like there's definitely no parks or anything and it's kind of just like buildings crammed up next to each other there's a couple of like small alleyways 
Uh, but yeah, mainly just these like low rent shops kind of in a row. And you notice down at the uh, like kind of towards the middle of the block, there's a sign that says Sukley Brothers Inventions, and then like painted kind of hastily. Like no, the original sign is actually in like really like a surprisingly fancy condition. It's got like actually gold paint. You're like oh shit, that's kind of nice. But then like you notice like tacked below the sign, it starts like listing like says Sukley Brothers Inventions. Um, but kind of like nailed to the sign below that are smaller signs scrolled in like paint that start listing on various other inventions. And they're like, <laughs> and scrying and explosives. And like, it just lists a bunch of like random shit. And they're like kind of nailed below each other, like going farther and farther down. Yeah. After like, yeah, five or six little additions to the initial pretty nice sign. But that seems to, seems to be your guys' destination. There's a, kind of like some large metal doors on the front of it some there's some windows but they're kind of like higher they're not like person level they're like probably like eight to nine feet off the ground so you can't really see anything from where you guys are at uh currently but how do you guys want to want to approach it i want to climb we? the robot to look in one of the windows <laughs> oh sounds like a plan to me i'm not the robot Sure, I'm moving up towards the window and standing right next to it. And I've got my uh, one arm as high as I can reach up in the air so she can climb up on top of that. And I'm uh, standing by the door ready to go inside once we have our scouting report. I was wondering if I could just investigate the building itself and see if I see any, like, uh, defense systems. So, is a... Give me first. Give me a stealth, then a perception roll, and Krusk. Give me an investigation roll. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> wow! You, you can tell it's a building. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, it seems to be a building where you are. <laughs> you investigated the inventor shop and found out that the bakery across the street seems out of business. Good news, this is a wall. (laughs) But you're actually looking at the window. (laughs) Without wall. How do you say clear wall? A clear wall. (laughs) It's wall with hole in it. Wall, wall through which you can see. Fish, negative wall. Right. Not wall. <laughs> yeah, so uh, while Kresk is sharing his uh, brilliant insight with the rest of the group, I mean, Sling provides the platform as Isabella scampers up him pretty deftly and kind of peers, peers in the window. Um, she's fairly discreet, not the craftiest, but as she looks in, um, she sees a fairly small workshop. I mean, maybe 50 feet by 50 feet. And yeah, she she's definitely not noticed because as she peers in, uh, there's two two kobolds in there at work. As you kind of look around, um, mainly there's just a lot of cluttered like desks and stuff around this workshop, like all along the walls, some in the middle as well. Towards the back, you notice there's a couple of stairwells kind of leading up onto a walkway, uh, probably about 15 feet tall. And so one of the kobolds is up on the walkway in the back, and while another is kind of like in the middle of the shop on the ground. The one on the back seems to be working on... Uh, what appears to be a large cylinder with, um, you recognize it, like, again, like, going back to your uh, junk trawler knowledge, you realize, like, some kind of, like, 
fiery combustion engine on the bottom attached to a large cylinder and you realize like you're kind of you you guys are at the far edge of middle dura so the far end of the shop is probably like uh open to the dagger river uh on the far side of the building and it seems like this uh the cylindrical device is kind of like it's resting on a kind of platform but tilted a little bit and angled out an opening out the side uh, of the building yeah but they seem to be like alternating the kobolds themselves are alternating between bickering um the other one will go back to like fiddling on the the large device kind of propped on this platform from up on the uh, up on the walkway while the other one down like goes back to his notes and is fiddling with something else on the desk in front of him and that's what you can see um lots of like sparks around so that's basically what you can see looking through this fairly like dusty dirty window so, so does it look like a torpedo or a sub or what Give me an insight check. Shit. <laughs> I mean, it looks like some kind of transportation device, but you really don't know much beyond that. Just re-describe the scene for me real quick. So, like, Robert is standing on Dad's shoulders right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, Sling Blade is, like, holding up an arm, and then, like, Isabella climbed up the arm and is kind of, like, perched on top of that, looking in the window of this workshop. And with my natural one, I'm just sitting there with my thumb in my ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. And I'm just monitoring traffic by the front door. And so far, we haven't been noticed, right? No, I mean, this is the kind of neighborhood where people generally, like, pay attention. They don't have the time or the patience to get involved in other people's shit. Like, yeah. people they are just kind of like, Dealing with their own problems. They're not going to be like, what are these fucking kids doing in, like, looking in this window? So they're just ignoring us. They're not a threat, but nobody's looking to help chime in. No, I mean, nobody else is like, hey, you guys breaking in there? Can I help? <laughs> yeah. Never <laughs> liked this guy. Can we help? It'd be a lot cooler if they did. <laughs> <laughs> You're suddenly Matthew McConaughey. What was his name? What was his character's name in that movie? I have I don't no fucking clue. <laughs> I think he's just young Matthew McConaughey. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, wait, you guys filming all this? <laughs> yeah, the, the character's name is Matthew McCoffnahey. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, um, yeah, I mean, you guys are just kind of standing out in the street. Uh, you got a little bit of reconnaissance looking in. What do you guys, uh, what do you guys want to do? Well, I don't know that we learn very much, except do the device, does the device that they're working on look like something we can haul out, or are we just going to have to look for some No, drawing? no, uh, <laughs> the device that is a saw is, like, probably at least 20 feet long and, like, six feet in diameter, like, it's, it it's a like large a device that you guys, yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's got a vehicle feel to it. That was the most prominent thing. Like, you're looking through a dusty, dirty window. So, like, it, it is a very cluttered kind of workshop. There's lots of other stuff around, but that was, like, the most obvious thing in the room. Yeah, so he didn't tell us to steal, uh -huh. that we had to steal a... Well, the uh, first thing I'm going to do is climb down the rope. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you also saw, like... Or we could, go in, like, we could go in like this, Robert. <laughs> Put on a like, long lap coat. There are, like, other things around the shop. Like, there are some bubbling beakers and that kind of shit. Like, various generic science shit. You see some cages that might have some things in them. It's hard to tell what. Um, like, there's various, like, pots and containers. And, like, yeah, it's just, like, pictured a cluttered scientist lab. 
but no no blueprints really laying out anywhere just kind of i mean there's various like paperwork and stuff around it's hard to make out as specifically if there's like like (laughs) they don't have like actual like architects blueprints like yeah (laughs) they seem to be as advanced as this world is like that that's not a thing (laughs) so there's sort of seat of the pants okay (laughs) okay do you have any way of seeing through these windows that um isabella was looking through or like does she have to be standing on top of uh dad to see through them yeah, I mean, these, these windows are, like, nine feet off the ground, so, like, you can't just see them from standing. Oh, I, think that's I personally have not seen through the windows. No. Okay. You personally uh, didn't see shit. Yeah, I got nothing then. Uh, <laughs> so, we're going in, huh? We're going in what? Like In the door. We're going in the front door, telling them we're on a field trip, and asking them yeah, to show us... right with that lie that you made up, like, an hour ago, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that great it, show them our their coolest adventure. I mean, their coolest invention. And we've got to act all starstruck. I, I let you do talking, robot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we want the robot to do the talking. No offense, Link. So you're talking, I think. You're talking to uh, Cove and Tear. Zoov and Tear. Zoov and Tear. Okay. All right. I stride in with my classmates behind me and say we're looking for mr zoob and mr tear we're on assignment uh on a class assignment well, okay I, okay i'm gonna stop you right there because as you try to just push through the door you ram your face into it take one bludgeoning damage because the doors are locked uh, <laughs> I, gu- I guess you need to knock <laughs> <laughs> Isabel breaks her usual silence to just look at you guys and go, I thought you guys knocked when you go to each other's doors. <laughs> that I was thought... a very me thing to do. Cross <laughs> says, I do not have doors. <laughs> I'm like, I thought it was a what shop. What is the sorcery? <laughs> so rubbing my face I knock on the door and you took one bludgeoning damage I did take one bludgeoning damage so you give her just bursting into places you thought oh. it was a shop yeah. thought so, it was a shop so how like are you knocking like you can hear a fair amount of commotion inside both like the sounds of like, like welding noises basically and like kobolds like Yelling at each other. Uh, is Kabul the language? So does anybody speak Draconic? I do. Okay. So as you run your face into the door, you can hear them behind the door. Like you hear the these Kabolds arguing in Draconic, um, going out, like very technical argument. So it's hard to understand a lot of it. But yeah, so you're probably going to have to knock pretty loudly. I knock louder. I knock louder. I start uh, calling in Draconic. Hello? <laughs> is anyone there? So We're we here like for the tour. All, all four of us knock at the same time. So, I don't. so shortly after, there's, yeah, there is a little like <laughs> slot in the door. There is a little slot in the door that comes sliding open, and a pair of little kobold eyes are pressed up against it. It's kind of like the scaly face. It's like, hey, what do you want? <laughs> and then I start my explanation again, but this time in Draconic, and tell them that we're students from tech here, from Sharn Tech. <laughs> Home of the what do we decide? Field mice? Not field mice. No, the crab killer crabs. Oh, the killer crabs. The The killer killer crabs. crabs. Darn tech killer crabs. Go crabs. Woo! 
Hey, crabs! Do the crab walk. We do the crab walk in front of the thing. And we've been sent to the ta- to the house of the greatest inventors in all of Sharn, uh, so you can uh, show us your inventions. First off, Sling Blade, are you doing a crab walk? Sure. <laughs> I mean, if we're high school kids, I think I can do a crab walk. <laughs> Give me a performance roll. <laughs> Well, this nobody said no. You don't have to get punished for a bad crab walk here. <laughs> Just roll the goddamn dice. Don't tell me how to DM. <laughs> here we go. Boom. <laughs> Fuck! I fall down. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> the robot apparently like you were trying to access your memory banks and access the wrong one. So like. You're just like grazing like a deer, maybe? You're like, no crabs, and then are just like foraging on all fours quietly. Like <laughs> so uh so all right. Um now Bari, give me a deception roll. You do not have an advantage because Sling Blade did not help. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but all right, hold on. Deception. I'm pretty good at deception now. Boom. Wow. Uh so the Kabbalah is like, oh sure, take oh, hold on. Hey, uh, Tear, he, like he's like yelling at the cabal. Tear, like, put your goddamn torch down for a second. Uh, uh, the the, the Sharn Tech kids, were they coming by today? And Tear's, uh, Tear yells back, and I'm like, I don't know, I thought you were in charge of scheduling that kind of shit. It's not my job. <laughs> Tear's like, hey, hey, fuck you, man. No, like, I'm the brains <laughs> of the operation. You deal with the day-to-day shit. Like, hey, kiss my... Like, they're just arguing. Like, uh, they sure. stop it, and, like, eventually, he's like, all right, great, hold on one second. Like, opens the door. Um, he's like, all right, come on, come on, come on in. Kind of waves you guys in. Yeah, so you guys enter the workshop. It's basically, as I described before, like, fairly small workshop. I think I said 50 by 50 before. That seems a little big. It's probably closer to like 30 by 30, but it's, it's kind of kind of claustrophobic in here. Uh, lots of, yeah, lots of various like desks arranged around the first, like on the main floor where you guys are at, um, like cluttered with all kinds of different inventions. And then, yeah, in the back, there's kind of like the, the ladders leading up to this 15 foot uh, tall walkway um, kind of in front of this uh, large transportation vehicle they seem to be working on. Like, oh, hey, 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 welcome, kids. Sorry, we must have, you know, got some crossed wires. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so, yeah, needless to say, we weren't, uh, we we don't have, like, our normal, our spiel ready. Um, so, like, oh, uh, yeah, what do you guys, what do you guys want to see? Well, I would be interested. I'm always interested in small inventions, but also what you're working on over there. What are you gesturing towards? <laughs> the, the big thing that he's hammering on, the vehicle kind of thing that is it, sir, is ha- hammering on. It's like, oh, that, yeah, this is, you know, our, uh, our our crown, like what will be our crowning achievement once it's completed, once this fucking asshole, like, jet, like kind of like talking <laughs> towards the guy, like, finishes the fucking haul. Well, in <laughs> the engine, I mean, we're, we're, we got to deal with that still, too. But, like, uh, yeah. So uh, this is, we call it a rocket <laughs> ship. <laughs> ship. Oh. No, by rocket, know it's crazy, right? Like, we, we, we're we probably the smartest people in Charn, maybe all of Korea. But yeah, we've invented a rocket ship. That's what we're calling it. Patent that. Uh, we haven't yet, but I mean, we're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, and, me, me, my brother up here, if he finishes the goddamn hole at some point, and then just a fuck you <laughs> coming from down on top. If he ever finishes this, then uh, yeah, so uh, it's got these rockets here at the bottom. He kind of gestures towards the bottom, like he's pointing over towards the bottom. It's like those, those will propel propel us up into Sybaris. Oh, uh, quick, quick metagame, but like so, uh, like one is like the normal world, like the surface of the world. Kyber is the underworld, and Sybaris uh, is kind of like the outer world, like space, kind of. Okay. And so like, it's like the stars and that kind of stuff. So he's like, and um, so, and there are these things called dragon shards, which are kind of like magical crystals that are used for a, vi- a variety of scientific and magical uh, the properties. So, and so there's different dragon shards, like there's Sybaris dragon shards, there's Eberron dragon shards, and then there's Kybeer dragon shards. They all have like kind of differing qualities. So yeah, he's cutting back into the game. So He's like, ah, yeah, so we're going to take this rocket ship, he does air quotes, <laughs> uh, and we're going to use this to launch up into Sybaris, and there, we've got this net, and he pulls out a giant net, and he's like, and I'm going to use this to scoop up all the Sybaris dragon shards I can, and we're going to be millionaires. Wow, that's quite an elaborate plan. Yeah. We're impressed, aren't we, gang? Totally. Uh, Isabel looks at him do. and just goes, how are you going to land? <laughs> He's like, uh, uh, good question. Tear. Land. <laughs> Tear's like, I don't know. I thought you were figuring that out. He's like, no, that was your fucking job. I know it was. <laughs> <laughs> Let me check the notes. And he like runs over to a desk and starts shuffling through some papers. Like, all right, I, I know I got her blood. Like our, our general plans in here somewhere. I'm going to figure out who was in charge of landing. Is this conversation happening in common or draconic? Now that you guys have entered the room, they seem to be speaking in common, so everybody can understand. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. Barry's not having to relate this to you guys. Okay. Can I, like, I was just wondering, can I do either, like, a just general intelligence or, like, an arcana check? Can I just see if I can make heads or tails of, like, whether or not, like, this rocket ship they made, like, is... Does it do any of the stuff they're going to try and do, or is it just going to fucking blow, blow up? I mean, yeah, it, me, doesn't, it doesn't have an engine yet, or the, and the hull's not completed, so... Did you say Arcana, Nick? Yeah, definitely give me an Arcana roll. Okay. Uh, you, you, like, take a look at this thing, and, like, you've got a pretty good feeling it will explode, if not immediately during takeoff, shortly after. Okay. Okay. I turned to it's them pretty and obvious. It's pretty fucking ramshackle. Like I said, couple brightest and pretty reckless. <laughs> then I ask, so what are your smallest adventures, inventions? Because we feel like that's something of a scale that would be easier for us to emulate in class, you know. Like, oh, smaller inventions? I mean, we got all kinds of shit. Observe. I really would like some really good quotes from you because it seems like to be an inventor, <laughs> you have to really swear a lot. And I want to make sure I've got those down, sir, before I leave. You're you're writing down his swears? Well, yeah, it seems to be, it doesn't seem like you can make anything to work, doesn't it? Babs without uh, swearing? So you're asking him why he swears so much? No, I'm asking him what his favorite oath is, his favorite swearing is. Because 
I don't know if he's trying to distract him or if he's just thinking that you have to say those words to succeed in your invention making. Yeah, totally that. Like magic. So you want to know what his favorites were? Like, well, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I probably shouldn't be saying that to you. But like, looks great. Like, it's a very versatile oh, word. Better than and you know, get gargoyle. <laughs> gargoyle. Man. So just fuck, sir. Is that right? Just like a lot of them, like fuck, 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 fuck. Is that a good, good, good inventors? Oh, I mean, normally you want to use it, you know, in congregation with other words. Like it works pretty well on its own. But like, hey, look at this fucking crystal, or like. <laughs> Oh, I blew up this goddamn potion. Like, well, I didn't even say fuck that time. So, you know, terrible example. So, I was to say, like, yeah, show us something really fucking useful. Would that work? <laughs> so, Sling, give me, give me a persuasion roll. Uh, with an eleven, he's like, well, I mean, that can show you some of the shit we work on, but like, you know, trade secrets and whatnot. We can't show you the great shit. Then, yeah. Uh, he's like, yeah, check out this. It's a potion. That heals. Woo! <laughs> oh, that looks fucking awesome, sir. Like, yeah, yeah, no, like we're we're starting to try to make these. Like, I don't think anybody's selling these, so we're gonna sell them for I don't know what we're we talking like a thousand gold each. I, I think we can make some money off that. <laughs> so they have super healing powers. How did, how did you conjure those up? What were the ingredients? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> Yeah, that's it's a trade secret. I can't just be telling you kids that this is, you know, nobody's ever invented these before. We just tell you, then everybody's gonna be making them. Well, could and I like, try one? Buy, I like, <laughs> you can buy healing potions like fairly easily around town. <laughs> <laughs> like they're not that uncommon. <laughs> what what else do you have? Do you have any mechanical inventions? Yeah, I mean, he's like, yeah, we got this little like. Check out this little robot we got. It's just like a, a tiny, very simple robot. It, it's just kind of standing there right now. It doesn't seem to be doing anything at the moment. It's like uh, maybe two to three inches tall. All right. <laughs> yeah, watch this. He, like, he presses a button and it just starts waving at you with one hand. <laughs> like, this shit out. Am I right? Like. <laughs> Yeah. It's a waving robot, huh? Yeah, I I see why they sent us to you now, sir. You guys are on the cutting edge of inventions. Isabella is going to walk around the big vehicle, kind of like inspecting it, and then she's going to like wrap her knuckle on it and look at the two kobolds and be like, I bet this thing doesn't even work. Okay. <laughs> uh, as you do, like the kobold up top, he's like, whoa, 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 step back. Uh, you know, a delicate machinery. Don't need you messing it up. We're we're not ready to test it quite yet. We, uh, you know, I, I'm still working on the hull. Well, well, fucking Zer down there, he's supposed to be like figuring out the propulsion, like our fuel system. And Zer's like, oh shit, I forgot about the fuel. <laughs> um, <laughs> How could this even blow up? They don't have anything. <laughs> Well, it doesn't seem to blow up yet, but, like, if the aircraft actually launch, like, it'll probably blow up. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fuel. Yeah. We, we're going to have to figure that out. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. May, sir, maybe you could hey. put a lot of little robots together and they could wave their way into space. 
that's ridiculous, man. That's never gonna work. But no, how about like, are you kids doing this for credit? You guys need some college I think credit. I robot the girl may be on to something. <laughs> Credits, debits, what, whatever it works, sir. Yeah, we're 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 hanging on every word. Cool, cool, cool. Well, how about like maybe in exchange, like you, like we're busy, like with the. I mean, he's doing the whole. I've got the big picture stuff. But, like, if you guys brought us some fuel, we could, like, yeah, give you, like, you know, one of one of the inventions we got lying around in exchange for, like, uh, you know, uh, for, for some fuel. You bring that back so we don't have to deal with it. We can make a little, make a little exchange. What do you guys think? So, what's it burn, sir? This like, A like or? inappropriate arrangement. <laughs> <laughs> we are just children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but children, yeah, yeah, that's perfect. You go on notice. You got small hands. You're perfect for the job. <laughs> uh, like, so what we need? I, I mean, we need something that burns. Uh, I mean, around does, here, does, like, does I mean, hay work, like, sir? Hey, we know. No, we know no, a, we need something. We know a, a Tony Kako. It's got a lot of hay. Get so <laughs> you some cheap hay. No, no, we need someone with a real bang to launch this rocket. Like, I'm thinking uh, maybe like, I, like so some uh, concentrated like alcohol. Like you kids drink, right? Like you can get your hands on that. Like that maybe that would work. Otherwise, I mean, I know down in the cogs they got a lot of like oil and that kind of shit down there. That might work too. Seems pretty flammable. How, how I don't much know, oil uh, do you? How much oil do you need, sir? Oh, a lot. Ah. Well, I have here. I have a small sample of oil with me, sir. Uh, maybe no, no, if no. I I just said a lot. Like, uh, keep your oil to yourself. Gross, gross. No. <laughs> I was trying to exchange it for some blueprints so we'd know precisely what he's looking for. <laughs> but yes, yeah. that's not happening. <laughs> So are we still all, like, has he invited us into the workshop? Are we uh, close to... You guys have been in the workshop this whole time. Are you serious? Well, I didn't know if we were just, like, um, if we were wandering around it so that we could uh, actually look at things or if we were kind of behind the counter. It sounds like we're in the workshop and we need to bring him fuel in order to get what we want. Okay. So we've got to go find an oil dealer. I don't know. I was thinking about... Maybe I could just spill some oil and set it on fire, and while there's confusion, a feral girl could steal some blueprints. Are we going to set the guy's house on fire? I think it's better than killing him. I say we get fuel and let these guys test Yeah, I don't know why killing him and setting his house on fire are suddenly on the table. (laughs) Fine. How are those only two fucking options? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh, I say we get them. The oh, we either them kill them or burn their house down. Rocket. I mean, I don't know what else we could possibly do except these things that the fucking DM just laid out for us. We can go find the fuel. Yeah, I see no reason why not. We shouldn't just go grab this fuel. I, I think it's a good point to remind you also, honey, at this point, we're level one. I have five hit points left. So. I'm not going to be fighting with anybody. <laughs> well, fuck, we're going to do that, sir. It sounds like a fucking good idea. 
Sounds like a way better idea than killing him or burning his house. Yeah, <laughs> way better fucking better idea, sir, than burning something or killing something. <laughs> At least there's not a kid in this warehouse. He I don't murder. understand why he sounds so butthurt still. I'm going to get, like, so like, much massive like, a fucking oh, the assholes. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's I like... Kill somebody or commit arson, and you're all judging me, you fucking dickheads. <laughs> like, these assholes come in here trying to tell me not to kill somebody or burn them alive. <laughs> God, I can't believe these fucking squares, dude. that's going to do it for that episode of lethal lessons thank you again for joining us folks we really appreciate you tuning in appreciate your patience with our uh, highly erratic uh, release schedule uh but i do promise we will have more episodes in the future can't promise the timeline as of yet but hey that's the way we've been doing things over here if you are enjoying the podcast which i hope you still are please tell friends family coworkers, anybody who you think might enjoy our silly little thing we got going on over here if you want to send us questions, comments, or concerns, you know, or if you think like, hey, those Bankston boys sound fun to game with, and, uh, you know, I want to try hanging out with them, uh, shoot us an email at funtimepod at gmail.com. That is F-U-N-T-I-M-E-P-O-D at gmail.com. I also want to send a real quick shout out to a few of our friends. Uh, shout out to my buddy Elliot Lebrun for designing our sleek new logo. We really appreciate that. And big ups to our buddies Matthias and Robert for doing the music for us. We really appreciate all you guys. Yeah, I think that's going to do it for us, folks. Uh, Stay tuned for the home game moment to finish out the episode, and we will talk to you again soon. Bye! Let's go explore. Are we trying to this dude before the long rest? It doesn't necessarily have to go one way or the other, why do you ask? I might just use my helm of telepathy to detect thoughts on this guy if we have time to, for it to reset before we go in. Sure, yeah, night. why not? Uh, yeah, I, we can do that. <laughs> and I'm not probing deep, just trying to get, like, you know, his the surface thoughts. The, if there's anything he's, you know, leaving out <laughs> on his mind. He's super horny. Um, <laughs> really, he's just thinking about jacking it. <laughs> like, all these meetings. Meeting after meeting after meeting. It's time for me to just jack it. They're asking how dark it is in there. That door that locked over there earlier, though. I can't wait till they're gone. I just, I'm just going to ask Carl to just narrate the thoughts anytime I'm just going to be like, Carl, this is the scenario, this is the guy, like, what's he thinking? Man, I, hope, I hope one of these wagons is kind of soundproof, but at this point, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh, despicable people. <laughs> <laughs>